This episode of The Smoke Pit brought to you by Combat Comeover. CombatComeover.com. Fine hair products for your beard and your face. And for women. Discount code? Cream pie. Save yourself some money. (laughs) Welcome to The Smoke Pit. What up, though? And there was a deafening silence because Mike fucking Sensi is out with coronavirus. So, who do we have in the studio today? Me! Lindsay's Lindsay. back. She's back, bitches. Wah, wah, wah. Me, 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 me. <laughs> and as always for this season, as always for this season, <laughs> joined by uh, other co-hosts, AJ Pfeffer. Raw. And he is here. He is in the fucking house. So, right into it. I saw a tweet by um, one of our brethren pages to celebrate your life. They said something to the effect of, like, uh, if a amputee walks in, and civilians see him, and they don't want to make eye contact, and they're kind of like bashful, and you know they they feel awkward, like a like a vet sees him, and he's like, "Hey, brother, man, like, did they make you the height you were before, or could you be like eight feet tall?" Yeah, like if some girl on Bumble was like, "Yeah, I only date guys that are six three or above," be like, "That's fine, I'll just go get myself adjusted. <laughs> I'm as tall as you want me to be, baby." And uh, so now the question that is on all of our minds, all right, could they preload them with Heelys? So that he could just come gliding into situations. If the answer is not yes, then my immediate response would be like, I thought. Correct yourself. Sure, that would be your immediate response. I would say, I thought this was America. Lindsay? I have no comment for this, but, you know. Oh, come on. Don't start the episode that way. You have thoughts. (laughs) Wait, wait. I got one. You have thoughts. So, Lindsay, right? You're seeing this Adonis, right? And he's going to, he's going to slide into the room right but he's got no legs and you're like i don't care about that because i care about you as a person not the status of your legs uh, okay Lindsay? pause uh, okay i'm not s- <laughs> oh yeah, first off correct yourself this is Lindsay. Yeah. second of all she is highly judgmental we've been over this look, highly judgmental super shallow like you have to be a certain kind of person look a certain kind of way yeah he could be two percent body fat and have an eight pack from you know the knees up okay but what's happening in between those knees that's what we're talking about is that adjustable too well, I mean, it depends on whether or not he has a prosthetic for that. I've heard, th- I've heard they've been very successful in some of those surgeries. I now, have, too. Lindsay, uh, would you want him to have, like, a rabbit or, like, a clit vibrator in his big toe? Absolutely. 100% all about clit vibrators, butt yeah. plugs. It's a new thing for me. I have lost yeah, my butt plug right. virginity. Yay, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, that was actually the first thing she said when she got to the studio. She kicked open the door, and she was like, guys, this dude I'm seeing had a butt plug that he worked with his phone. And we're like... Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? Yeah. I How's mean, your life? I can't help but talk about it, you know? It was a yeah, great yeah. experience for my butthole. Yes, please tell us about that. Go ahead. Okay. So I'm seeing this guy, and we're having sex. and Really now? Okay. but So, like, you're already having sex, or do you just mean you're having sex with him in general? I was in general. But in this incident, okay. he blindfolded me, right? And we didn't talk about this, like, before it actually happened. And next thing I know, I'm getting pulled back. Like, I'm doing, like, a downward dog kind of thing. Like, I'm at one of those Bikram yoga studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to pause you there because I've seen this in yoga, those yoga studios before. Are you doing, like, the demon arch? Where, like, yes. yes. Mama okay. didn't raise no bitch. My back is all the way down. Just check. Curved. Nice C angle. Like, I got this. You know what I mean? 
And next thing I know. But if her VA rep is listening, her back is totally fucked up. It is. 20, it is 20% for my lower lumbar disc displacement. solid. That's how she does the demon arch because her back is that fucked yes, up. Yes, that totally happened from my work vest and not from being a slut. Yeah, so in this <laughs> hypothetical situation where you have mobility. Exactly. Um, in summary, next thing I knew, there was something going in there. And I was like, well, this isn't a penis. So what could it be? And next thing I know, I kind of like peek under the blindfold and I look behind me. This man is controlling it from his phone. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just like, like, should I say something? Should I just go with it? I had a little bit of some of that five dollar red wine from Target. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. The bottle or the bag? Both. Both. You had bagged wine and bottle wine. Okay, what don't, don't hate. Okay, the bagged wine goes down a lot easier yeah. than the bottle wine First of does. all, don't crap on Franzia. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and second of all, you can rip the box open when you're done, and you have a little inflatable pillow. No, like, hear me out, though, because it's kind of like Paul Rudd, um, but instead of slap at the base, it's slap at the bag. True, and he slapped my bag, if you know what I mean. hey My bag was slapped multiple times, and not just by a hand, my friends, but by a whip. Ooh. And Indiana Jones style or, like, a riding crop? It was like a riding crop. See, I had a conversation with some people at work about this the other day, and I told them, I said, one of the things that you have to remember is it's you're not swinging from the shoulder. You're swinging from, it's like a, it's a flick, right? Yeah, no, he was totally just, it was all wrist. Right, so and he knew what he was it doing. Was, yeah, and it wasn't like super painful, and it wasn't super light either. Like, it was nice. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting it because I'm fucking blindfolded, mind you. Yeah. I had no idea what he had planned. I was just there to be there <laughs> for the dick and next thing i know i'm getting in the dick of zeus himself like lightning bolts tridents it's all happening right in the butt right in the in the butt no there's literally lightning bolts and through the yeah. vibrations in your butthole yeah, yeah exactly like through his phone 2020 gentlemen yeah 2020 so if uh, you could give any advice to our uh, listeners who are trying to be a little bit more adventurous with their ladies but maybe there's some trepidation maybe a little bit of anxiety um, maybe they're not quite as outgoing as some. Uh, what would you say to them to kind of like help them uh, ease those anxieties? As a person who was historically sexually vanilla up until this point, you need to 100% give it a try because I have never had an orgasm like that in my life. You are missing out. If you're scared, just talk to your partner. Have a conversation about it before it actually happens so, you know, if you're the female and you want to be the one who puts the butt plug in your partner, just warn them ahead of time. But again, just have their conversation. Talk about it. Let it happen. Enjoy your sex life. Sex is important. Sex is beautiful. Go get a butt plug. <laughs> so if you're uh, if uh, if a guy is trying to talk his girl into that, like from the female perspective, what argument would work besides just being super hot and blindfolding you and doing it? Oh, because apparently that worked. <laughs> no, it worked for me. But then again, it doesn't. It don't take that much because, you know, your girl is open to anything. Now that she's out of the Navy, congrats. Thank you. Yeah, I'm out of the Navy. I dyed my hair purple, dyed it back. Yeah, it was a bit wild there. I'm, I'm a new woman. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore. But apparently I'm a woman who likes butt plugs. So apparently. I didn't know that until I got out, right? That's why you have to get out of the military. Don't say Wait, shackled. wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that it took for you getting out of the Navy to discover you like butt stuff? I thought that was like part of the MEPS. Like, all right, Marines on this side. Navy on this side, and then two very different testings. Well, like I, we're doing duck walks. That's for the I dudes, think, though. Yeah. Well, no, it, it was not just for the dudes. No, no, I meant I meant the butt stuff for the Navy dudes. Well, I think that's what made me opposed to it because I was like, I had this old ass man who had like age spots all over his hands. His hairline was all the way back to fucking Narnia, and I'm like, this man is sticking his finger up my butthole. 
How will I ever like this again? What? 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 You don't have a prostate. Why was he doing that? I never once had anyone put their fingers in me while I was in that. Okay, so I may or may not have mentioned that at one point I I thought as an 18-year-old I knew what anal fissures were. Oh, boy. And I may or may not have mentioned that in my exam. So he had no – I mean, I was kind of cute at the time. Had like short hair. Yeah, I'm sure he wanted to stick it in there anyway. But I was like, yeah, I think I had anal fissures at one point. So you gave like, him oh, an excuse okay. to put his fingers in there. Yeah. Okay, I, I could see that because because uh, I, I remember being like you know a, a young boy and coming back from Meps and you know you, uh, your friends and family are like, so how how was Meps? And I was like, oh, it was pretty cool. You know, like took the ASVAB, showed my butthole to an old man, and they're like, what? It's Duck. not just the men. It's really not. I can't be the only woman. I hope <laughs> I'm not the only woman. Who had a finger in her butthole during MEPS. So if you, too, had a finger in your butthole, uh, Lindsay, what's your Instagram so they can tell you and you guys can share your experiences? It's Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H-H-H. See, that, Please let me know. That brings me to another thing. Because, like, it's been a while since I've been on a dating app, mm-hmm. but I remember it'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I don't reply here too much, so reach me on Instagram, and my handle is XYZ underscore 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 three 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 five seven eight ha ha ha, butterflies kisses. And I'm like, I'm not going to remember that. I can't copy and paste it, you know? Why not? I'm sorry, because that's like... You can't do that through... Yes, what am I going to do, get a pen and paper? I mean, look, here's the thing. I've been on dating apps in a while, because... Must be nice. It, it just, it, it didn't pan out well. So I gave it up a long time ago. That is another <laughs> episode that will be on our premium subscription. If you want to hear the behind the scenes tragedy of the ballad of AJ Pfeffer and the dating apps, uh, feel free to subscribe to that. We'll let you know the details as well as Lindsay's feet pics will be for sale there as well. Yeah, buy my feet pics, man. You know, that that brings up a good point. I, I just want to go back for a second, right? I want to go back to the butt plugs for a sec and then I want to <laughs> go to the feet pics, right? I'm all about the butt plugs. Go on. So, yes, here's my question. And because I, I let's skip on that part. The important thing is, did he just like stuff it in there, or did anything do? It, did he do anything to no, prime he, the no, area? No, he did. Lub- he lubricated it, and I thought he was doing it to put his own member in it. And I was just like, "You said butt plugs a hundred times, and you can't say penis." Okay, that's that's fair. Penis. <laughs> I thought he was gonna stick his dick in my butthole. I thought he was preparing for that. And I was like, okay. And you're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'm down to, I'm down to clown. But then I, I felt something cold, and I was like, if his dick is really that cold right now, there's no way he has, like, the ability to stick it inside me. I it was is like, a this, popsicle. This is definitely something foreign and <laughs> something I'm not used to. So and it was Hencho in Mexico? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Okay, all fair right enough. Then. AJ, what was your second question? Uh, my second – okay, so feet pics. Okay. All right, we've we've had a lot of jokes around here in the group chat with uh, myself and Mike, and um, I have a friend of mine who gets requests for feed pics all the time. Like she sends me these uh, like screenshots of these dudes that are like, "Oh, you're so beautiful. Let me get pictures of your feet." And she's like, "Look at these fucking creepers." But as P.T. Barnum once said, "A sucker is born every minute." So from what I understand, from what you've mentioned earlier before we started filming. Uh, you you film and take pictures and send these guys pictures of feet okay, pics. Okay, I have only filmed once, technically. I filmed myself getting a pedicure, and I sent it to someone who was actually on the ship that I used to be on. Fun, fun. And guess how much it cost him? Let's, I just want to guess. $50. I'm going to go with $200. It was exactly $200. Oh, wow. Nailed it. 
yep, that went straight towards my credit card debt. <laughs> <laughs> and I think total now from it, I've got probably gotten about probably close to $1,200. Oh, my. $1,200 from fee picks. Hypothetically, because I'm sure you haven't paid taxes on that. No. So it's all hypothetical. Yeah. So that's just saying, like, that's just an estimate. Like, it's not accurate. Like, if I Which was. Which she donated it all to charity. Well, she's not running a business, right? This is more of a. Eh. She sends them feet pics and they donate money to help right. her out with uh, certain things, like getting out of the Navy's hard. Yes. There's um, a lot of transitional issues, I imagine. Right. A lot right? of money. I remember. The day the day I got out of the Marine Corps, I went back to my I went and picked up my DD two fourteen. I turned in my post office key. I went back to my house at the time and blasted nowhere desert of California. And I kind of just watched Netflix for four hours and tried to contemplate my life. It, like shit's expensive. You got to start thinking about what am I going to do with myself now? Yeah, because you can't just um, get out without a plan. We've we've talked about this extensively on the show before, but it is inherently important for any of you out there who are, you know, six months to a year out, start planning now. And if you are out, it's never too late to do the due diligence and do your homework and research uh, because, you know, victory loves preparation and you only go as far as your angle of trajectory coming out mm-hmm. of the military. And I think also you need to think about the fact that whatever you're doing now, is going to affect what you're doing when you're out. So I got hired by the same people I worked for when I was active duty because I acted the way I was supposed to act. You came back and got that contractor money. I did. I'm Now I'm getting contractor money. So just, that's just something to think about. I know you hate your situation, but just think about what your situation could give you if you just put up with it. Because it's hard Wait, is being this the, out. the butt plug or back to the... Both. <laughs> this is both. Just take a deep breath. Let it happen. I just, and I agree that you need to have a plan, but whatever you plan is probably not going to be 100% what you wanted it to be. And just be prepared for that, that loss or that failure that's going to happen to you. Yeah. I, um, earlier today, um, we, I was at the Marine Corps Museum for the 75th anniversary celebration of the Battle of Iwo Jima. And they had a Medal of Honor recipient, one of two living World War II Medal of Honor recipients there giving the keynote speech. Um, dude was absolutely uh, phenomenal. You could uh, check out uh, Chief Warrant Officer Four Williams on my story. But then um, I, you know, they had other uh, Iwo Jima battle survivors there as well. And I, I spoke to one of them, and I said, you know, I, we were all 18, 19, early twenties mm-hmm. when we joined the military, and none of us really expected to live past twenty-two. You know, like whether it be through combat or reckless behavior or just lack of foresight, none of us really thought that we would hit mid twenties and thirties and later. So like. Now that, you know, uh, a lot of the guys who went to Iraq and Afghanistan are getting their late 20s, you know, in their 30s and stuff, like, what advice do you have moving forward into your later years? And, you know, this this dude, like, he was a Purple Heart recipient. He just had, like, just cold, dead eyes from all the souls that he had taken on the sands of Iwo Jima. <laughs> Woof. And he looks at me right in the eyes, and he goes, you need to find what you're passionate about and then chase it. Because if you don't chase your passion, you will miss the opportunity and life will pass you by. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Because you know what people kept telling me when I got out? Oh, so you're going to be you're gonna go be a fucking cop now, right? You're going to go and pull people over and do all that bullshit. I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. And they're like, oh, but you spent five years doing it. So that's all you know, right? I was like, maybe it is, but it's not too late for me to know something else. And that's why I completely switched my career path like I'm psychology now I'm in school for psychology bet and that's what I want to do and maybe it 
it's stupid in the eyes of other veterans who are like, oh, you just need to stick with what your rate is. No, I'm not doing that because you know what? Fuck you. You told me I need to do it. So now I'm not going to do it. <laughs> this is what I've always wanted to do. And I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care if I'm the oldest person in all of my classes. Literally every class I go to in college, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to do it. And there's nothing anyone can tell me otherwise, like period. Yeah. Uh, so, AJ, what now that you've been out for uh, quite some time and, you know, you've had a successful career, you've worked for different agencies, you have, you know, a lot of good things going for you. Like, what advice would you give to those guys now that you're looking back? Because, you know, you always say, like, oh, where am I going to be in five years? You've already passed that five years mark since you've been out. So, like, what, what advice do you have to people who are coming up to that? I think a lot of things you have to remember is that when you get out, if you don't have a plan before you get out or if you have a plan and it hasn't come to fruition yet, you know, Lindsay's going, you're going for a psychology, right? Like yeah. that's, that's got to take a while. That's a lot of study. That's a oh, lot yeah. of figuring your shit like out. Eight years. Right. And you're trying to, trying to live your life and get your shit done. And, and I'm a hundred percent on that. Like when I got out, I got a job offer because at the last minute, this wasn't what I was looking for originally. I was going to get out and go to college and do all that stuff. Cause I was like, I'll just use my GI bill and be a bum for four years. Right. I had uh, one of my boots had gotten contact with me and he said, hey, I got this job making X amount of money doing this in this country. And I said, that sounds retarded. Nobody would ever pay you that much money to do it. Ten days later, I had a job offer and it was the the day of my EAS. Like I was on terminal leave the day I was supposed to get out of the Marine Corps. They they gave me a job offer and they said this much money doing this thing in this country. And I said, you're out of your fucking mind. I remember that. um and I think I, I've spoke to that on the podcast before where you and I made that um, epic cross country road trip with like a shoestring budget uh, vehicle that by all rights shouldn't have made it out of my driveway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so old Danny had to, here had to move to uh, was it Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. Chesapeake, Chesapeake. Virginia, yeah. And we were both in 29 Palms in uh, Southern California in the desert at the time. If you don't know what that is, it's the intersection between who gives a shit and God forgot in the <laughs> middle of the desert. Like, it's terrible. The shrimping the shrimping thing came from Palm Springs, which is a place people have heard before. That's like an hour and a half away from this hole in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and if you're unfamiliar with that, listen to our uh, previous episodes of the season where AJ goes into ass-bleeding detail, no pun intended. Pun yeah, very hey. much intended. And so here we are, and my boy's got this interview, right? And he needs this job in order to, like... You know, pay down some debt, get his life going and stuff. And this car is just like falling apart. And move out of Virginia or move out of California because California blows. Mm. And like everything was falling apart. And I was like, I don't give a fruit flavored fuck. We are going to make it to fucking Virginia. If I have to suck off every trucker from here to fucking Napa Valley, like we're going to make it. We got stuck in Vegas for three days while he got his uh, his uh, whatever the hell was wrong with the truck, like the front axle fell off or something. <laughs> yeah, bolts missing, the rack and pinion needed replacing, the power steering needed replacing. Right, and it, it, it would be just... it would have been cool to be stuck in Vegas for three days if you weren't broke. Right, we were both broke. I remember us going out one night. We we're like, yeah, we're gonna go out. We had like one drink a piece because that's all we could afford. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we were like, let us retire early, like old people, because we're out of drinks. Yeah, and then we're walking through the casino, and AJ's like, Papa Bear's gonna win him some money, and he six the stinks uh, six the fucking the um, the dollar or whatever into the um, the the slot machine. He pulls the handle. Wah, wah, wah. He's like, <laughs> fuck. And I was like, all right, well, let me give this a try. And I was like, right, where's the most patriotic looking slot machine? I found one, had a bunch of eagles. I went in there, I put a dollar in, it was like, bam, 16 bucks. I was like, fuck yeah. And I kept going, kept going, kept going, paid for our hotels for the whole time we were in Vegas off that one slot Are machine. Are you kidding me? I'm bad at gambling. We went, to, we stayed one time, this is a different time. We stayed at the Hooters Hotel, which no longer exists apparently, which, by the way, as much as I'm not a big fan of 
I mean, if Hooters is fine, but right, the gimmick I is... I like Hooters because they sent us shit while we were deployed. Like, a bunch of these other restaurants didn't, but Hooters did. So, like, I am easy to buy... Like, boobs buy a lot of loyalty from me, well, you know? Well, here's, here's my thing. It's like... Uh, I've, been to a, I've been to a couple of Hooters, and usually it's with him. It's not a place I would choose to go to on my own just because the gimmick makes me awkward because I'm, you know, half, I'm a very large percentage British. So, being British, like, you get a little uncomfortable around that. And boobs? No, like women you don't know with their tits in your face. Oh, I love that. I mean, well, see, like here's here's the thing though. Is he's like overly polite and respectful. It's because it's, like, it's fake, madam. I I do not wish to make eye contact with thine because it's cause, no, it's that's <laughs> not because of that. It's because it's fake, right? They know if they push their tits up a little bit and stick their shorts up a little bit. Then you'll be like, mmm, tits and ass, and you'll you'll tip them more. It's like going to a strip club. Brother man, what did you say on the last episode? We I all s- pay for it in the end. Yes, we all pay for it in the end, but I, I would prefer to purchase it with, you know, not cash directly. Yeah, just uh, three months of wasted time, a one-night stand, and then never talking to each other again. Fuck, right? Oh, that hits home. Right? I don't know about all that, but anyway. No, we've all had that happen at least once we or twice. We have, yeah. Like, there's all, there's all of us, every one of us listening has a story of somebody that we stayed up till 2 or 3 a.m. talking to, and then, like, a month later, it's like, fucking, they don't reply to you, and it's like, I should have just got to sleep, you know? Exactly. That's how I feel right now. Every time I go on a date with someone, I'm like, yeah. what if this doesn't go anywhere and i literally just wasted a saturday night i could have been at home sending feet pics and watching the office <laughs> i'm i'm the other direction on that like i i i will if i'm interested i will put in the effort mm. yeah but it doesn't matter how much effort you put in if the other person is like shitty and then they lead you on you know? clearly i've been broken up with overseas multiple times bro fucking a man like i i cannot tell you how many fucking times this dude has been like Oh man, you remember fucking so and so? Like, oh yeah, that didn't fucking work out. Now they're pregnant and engaged or something. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I was going out with a female marine back in the day. Like, I was out and she was she was out. Like, she just had been a female, female marine service member. It's just the worst, right? But God, I, fuck those bitches. Just right? the worst. But I figured, you know, at least she had some concept, so I didn't have to explain <laughs> all the terms to her. Like, if I used an acronym, she didn't have to like get an explanation for five minutes. And it went really well for a while. And she was very clear with the communication. Like when she had a problem. She would straight just tell me. Like, we were at lunch one time, and uh, just I had driven up there to have lunch with her, and she had said, you know, I have an issue with this, and I think that the the effort, I think it would be important for you to do this to fix the problem, and I'd appreciate it if you did. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's a fair, it's a fair argument, and I will do that. And I did what she asked, which was yeah. a, a simple thing, right? She just had an issue with one of my exes that I... Had some unresolved stuff. But hold on, hold on. So this, it didn't even work out anyways, though. So it's just like, what what was the point of it all? You know, like she just wasted a bunch of your time. Well, she broke up with me when I was overseas. Exactly. Like, so like, like she just wasted a bunch of your time. Yeah. And this is the thing. Like we, we, she Skyped me overseas one time and she told me, hey, you know, I just, I need some space. And I was like, all right, I know where this is going. Some yeah. space? You're like, in a different country. How much more fucking space can yeah, you Yeah, she needs some space in between her thighs by another man is what she needs. I, I know what she meant at the time, so I said, you know, she needs some space, fine. Because I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm willing to, to try things and to, like, give people what they need, right? And I'm not going to be the kind of person where when stuff's going bad, I'm going to be an asshole about it. So she said she needed some space, and I gave her some space for, like, a week and a half. And then at some point we were talking, and I said, look... Do you need space or do you need space for me? Like, if you need to break up with me, let's just do it. And this is two different times this happened overseas. I said it was like four in the morning, and I was I was getting up for a twelve hour shift. 
Yeah, because deployment relationships are hard, you know? Yes. Like, like Yeah, because they're, of the time hard, difference. You know? I had yeah. to get up at 4 a.m. to talk to them at whatever time was their evening. And so I get up super early, and I talked to them at two different times. I, I knew it was coming. Like, I saw it coming, and I would just be like, look, if you're going to break up with me, could you do it? Because i got to get to the gym, and then I have to be at the trucks by 5.30. Like, I don't have time to fuck around and yeah. have you you'd string me along. Because that, like, that, that goes back to something I wanted to tell, like, both of you, even though it's yeah. not relevant to you anymore, obviously, because you're in a happy relationship, Woo-hoo. people will always make the time for the things that they actually want. Yes, 100%. They are not making the time for you. They don't want you. And they're not, and they're too fucking cowardly to tell you they don't want you. Yeah, because, well, like, I reply to fucking uh, 75 DMs a day, right? I fucking ran a business. I ran the fucking social media. I was doing nonprofit. I was traveling the world. I was doing all these fucking things. But yet, if I wanted to make time for somebody, I would make time for them, you know? And so, like, somebody who's do. just like, oh, you I'm... You are very good about that. Yeah, and so somebody's like, I'm busy. Like, no, like, no, you you, you just don't make time for me. You make exactly. time for the things you want, but mm-hmm. I'm not what you want, and you're not brave enough to tell me that. I have one caveat to that. As much as I hate using that word because it's an officer word, yes. right? My one caveat is... You have to keep in mind that sometimes you can't physically make time out of nothing. I disagree. Because well, well like, no, hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me yeah. say what I'm saying, and then if you disagree with me at that point, then you can say so. Like I have a job where I work two hours away from where I live, right? So it's a two-hour drive there. It's a two-hour drive home, and then I work eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. Right. So it's not that I don't make time when you know I'm seeing somebody and I want to make time for them. It's important to note that the time that I do have is very sparing. And so even if it's not a lot of time, when you give it to somebody, especially when you don't have a lot of time, that time means a lot. Like that's the time I could be playing video games or Mm -hmm. washing clothes or fixing my truck. But I don't do that. I spend that time with somebody. And that time means something. As a woman, there is a difference between a man who will give you all these materialistic things and then it's like, oh, okay, but he's not giving you your time. A man who gives you his time is worth way more than any diamond ring yeah, or anything you can get. Because you can always make more money, but you can't get time back. Exactly. But your time on this earth is finite, and so the time that you dedicate towards it is important. Like, if I dedicated as much time to physical fitness as Lindsay did, maybe I would win a fitness competition like she did, but what? I don't. I dedicate my time <laughs> to social media, so what I'm do doing well on social media. What do you say, woof? <laughs> But again, that goes back to, you know, yeah. rearranging your priorities as I have. Yeah. So she was dedicated to that. She put a lot of time into that and it yielded results. I was dedicated to this. AJ was dedicated to his career. So like at the end of the day, but see, here's the thing though. And I think this is what you're trying to allude at is like, you cannot, like if somebody does give you the time, you cannot spend that time complaining about not having time. That's true. Because I remember before my, I think it was my second deployment, this gal would just be like, oh, you're going to be gone. I'm going to be sad. I'm like, you're ruining the time we have now to complain about the time that we're not going to have. Mm-hmm. So if all you do is just complain about the time we're not going to have, we're not enjoying the time we have now, which is not building that foundation we need to get through the hard time. Exactly. And I and I understand the impulse. I, I really do. Like, it's not, it's a natural feeling to be sad about the time you won't have, right? Um, I was... I turned 30 in Baghdad, right? And so turning 30 is a big deal. It's way, like, psychologically, it's a bigger deal than turning 21. I turned 30 in Baghdad, and the day, I remember I was walking across the LZ at the embassy, and I was just, I'm trying so hard to ignore the fact that you just popped the top. So 
for those of us, for those of you listening on Spotify or Apple or iTunes, Dan popped oh. the top of a beer, oh my God. and it foamed into his mouth, and it looked like he was getting the world's worst cum shot. It was I, terrible. Like, Lindsay and I made eye contact, and all I could see in her eyes was like, "I've been there, brother. Stay strong." <laughs> That's exactly all I what I was say. thinking. Just take it. Just swallow and cry about it later. (laughs) No, this is how much I love you. (laughs) I'm giving you this time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking perfect. (laughs) I just peed. (laughs) Someone going to pay for that? (laughs) So this is a great time. Talk about our sponsor, the Nut Ruck (laughs) from Arbor Arms. Um, a great the, story. The, the great story behind a great product. Uh, you should check them out. Arborarms.com. And much like we were saying earlier, uh, the starters of this company, they had a vision. They started out of the garage, and now you know I, I saw their booth in Shot Show. They're doing huge things, and you know they're uh, a good story of military success. So check out the Nut Ruck. It's a tactical fanny pack that you can keep your Plan B pills in. Me. <laughs> that video. One time, her and I were going to go watch this movie, and I'm sitting there, and she sends me, like, a video, and it was, like, her jamming out to, like, some fucking song, and, like, she, like, pops, like, I thought it was, like, maybe, like, a mint in her mouth or something, and then the <laughs> caption came up, die, babies, die, and she panned to the fucking Plan B uh, package, and I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> she snorked, ladies and gentlemen, you know it's true. <laughs> No, that didn't happen. Well, um, what, Daniel? <laughs> Daniel, you really didn't I, say something honest? Do you want to see the video? He probably I, still has still the video. I hundred percent believe him. That's my point. Oh, like, yeah, don't believe me. He embellishes all the time. But on this, is. but on this, I believe it. Did you find it? I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Oh God! I know it exists, and you know you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> while while you look at it, let me just let me just finish the previous conversation. So, it's it's not about the time, so far as spending a lot of it. It's about the time that you have. Absolutely means a lot. Oh, Lizzo is playing. In the oh background. my God! <laughs> I have never lied on this show. With Lizzo oh, playing in the background, once. I want to. I want to add that. Do we have I'm the rights to that back. song? <laughs> Can we get the rights to that song? I don't know if we do yet, but we're about to. We're, we're going to need to. That is a hilarious. <laughs> I want to release that video on the on on the podcast like page. <laughs> See, I told you. My face is just like I am one hundred percent satisfied. <laughs> With what is happening right now? Yo, and so like, um, and if if you don't mind, and if I if I ever get to uh, a point that you don't want to talk about, safe words are yellow and red. Yellow, I'm approaching the boundaries. Red is hard stop. So okay. if I remember the story correctly, um, this guy um, didn't tell you that, or he was he he didn't pull out, and he didn't right. tell you that he was going to. Right. And then he was like, "Don't worry about it. Like I had a vasectomy." Yes, that did happen. <laughs> that fucking douchebag. What was his name? His name was Forrest. Yeah, and then so like the next day you're fucking just like Forrest. Not like the good Forrest, like Forrest Gump. Like Forrest, like I'm a douchebag Forrest. <laughs> he was a Jenny. You had a guy situation. named Forrest coming. He you. was a Jenny. I only know two Forrests. I know Forrest Gump and Forrest Whitaker. One's a fictional character, one's an actor. So which one? And our friend Obviously Forrest Munden who runs the Salty Soldier. Yeah. Oh yeah, no yeah, shit, yeah, that yeah. guy. Was yeah. it was it Forrest Munden? No. Okay. Good. I don't remember his last name. I'm sure it's something super fucking douchey. Fuck him. Yeah. And so you're like, 
LOL, did you really have a vasectomy? Because I'm not on birth control. And he was just like, nah, you might want to. Like, he straight up lied to me in that moment. I should have known, frankly, but. That's it, so fucked up, isn't it? It is fucked up. Like, but, why would you put me through that risk? Like, it's yeah. my, like, he doesn't have to worry about it because he's not the one taking the plan B video while Lizzo plays in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, like, and, and this, we've had this conversation several times this season. I like that we have a girl on the show that we can, like, have a girl conversation about it and get their perspective. Yeah, a girl. Yeah. Well, I just mean, like, we have a lot of dudes on the show, and the dudes right. are, dudes generally have... No, I mean that as in I have the personality of a man. Yeah, but you are still physically female. Yeah, that's what you So know. you have... Yeah, so I get this video, right? And, like, I'm just, like, I, I don't even remember what movie we're going to see. Like, it was something... Aladdin. That, it was the new Aladdin, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm about to go watch this Disney movie, like, during the daytime, a matinee with my friend. And she was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I totes got cream pie last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Lindsay. Okay, but in my defense, it never would have happened if he hadn't told me... That he had a vasectomy. Yeah, Wait, that's fucked. It, I, I agree with that. But I shouldn't have Would it never him. have happened, or would you have made plans no, it, in advance? No, it wouldn't have happened. Okay, I am right. 100... I, I don't do birth risk, control. Right? Yeah. I don't do birth control because of what it's done to me in the past. It is something I am against, which is my... I guess is my fault. But at the same time, you need to give me the same respect of being like, pull the fuck out. I know the pussy is bomb, <laughs> but you need From to... From Boston. Bomb. <laughs> You need to pull the fuck pussy. out, man. Like, get your cockies and come over for this bomb pussy. Yeah, like this is fifty-fifty, my dude. Lindsay, I don't, know, I don't know if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, but I'd like I like to do. point out that it's important to note that pulling out doesn't work. Speaking, I, I of, remember that episode. Speaking of Alexander, I Ooh. distinctly remember a rock paper scissor game. Where you you won, and therefore you were the one that had to pull out. No, it means I didn't have to pull out. We discussed this on the show last time. Yeah, we did, and you did not have a victory like Mike and I did. So for all the listeners, have you had the chance to make good on the bet yet, or have you been a good boy? I guess we'll find out in nine months. No, I'm just saying, like, he may have not had a date in the last week. Who, who am I to say? AJ! I, I, I don't know. So, but but update about that when it happens, though. Would you keep us posted? I will update you on the pullout uh, bet. <laughs> okay, thank you sure. for that. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. You, you look up whatever it was you were looking up. Oh, I'm done so, with that. So here's my question. Yeah. You you said, and this is just I'm coming from a medical perspective now. Oh, great. You said you're you're against using birth control. Yes. Now, is that because of the physical and psychological side effects? Yes. All right, now you're not against the the using birth control in a moral sense. No, um, and I am I am pro that is your choice. <laughs> but for me, as a woman who I got put on birth control when I was like 13 because I was having irregular episodes, right? And from there, like I have a lot of issues with anxiety and depression. I've been super open about that. And I kind of believe that might have something to do with why I'm struggling with it now. Yeah, like having your hormones fucked with for the last twi- when uh, 10 years. Yeah, when they're not even yeah, developed yet. Yeah, I'm sure that had yet. nothing to do with it. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I'm struggling with it so much now. Why am I going to go back on it and put myself through that? And I think every woman who is also struggling the way I am right now should take a look at their fucking birth control. Because and it is a secret. They do. Yeah. Medical professionals do not tell you that that happens. And it does all the time. 100%. Yeah. There's there's various different forms of birth control medication. 
And for each person, it's different. And for each person, everyone reacts to medication different ways. Yes. So let's say there's... 50 different types of birth control medication yeah you may react poorly to 40 of them yeah yeah and so for fellas like cut your lady some slack you know like that shit is difficult yeah, to like deal just with fucking right? wrap your dick up man but not only that but just like the the cramps and the mood swings like imagine if like Waking. you and i had to fucking have our intestines feel like a velociraptor was trying to come out of them for a week every month like We'd be a little fucking nutter too. Well, it's not just that, she, and she's right about weight gain. Like, if, if you're taking a new, uh, like, if your girl's taking a new birth control medication because you're with her, right, and she's trying to not get pregnant, like, if she gains a couple pounds, don't be a douchebag about it. Like, she's taking yeah. a medication that's making her gain weight and for you. And usually, it's not even a couple. Like, when I was 13 when I got on the pill, but 15 when I got on the shot. And the shot made me gain 20 pounds. The as shot junior, definitely makes you As a weight. junior in high yeah. school, the psychological effects of gaining 20 pounds, yeah, horrible. I can see that. That would be horrible. Like, because at that age, like, everyone is so conscious about each other's bodies. Yes. You know? And so now that, like, we're a little older, we can kind of get away with a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And especially in the wintertime when you dress a little. Yeah, no. A little more layers, get away with a little bit more under layers. Listen, no. <laughs> let's, let's be honest about it. When you're, when you're a teenager, you're an asshole. Right. Most people before the age of 25 don't know fuck all about anything. So it's important to note. (laughs) It's important to note, like if if, let's say you were the woman. Right. And you're whatever age you are. It doesn't matter if you're a teenager, you're 25 or you're 45. If your woman's taking birth control so that she can have sex with you and not get pregnant. Respect the fact if she gains a couple pounds, Be- because you're probably not having a six pack yourself, so chill it, the fuck out. And she's doing it so you don't have to pull out because your pull out game is fucking weak. Yeah, I saw that tweet where it was just like, I took a pill every day so my boyfriend could go raw in this puss, but he won't take an allergy pill so I can have a cat. Like, okay. Yeah, no, fuck I you. I love that. You <laughs> oh, need absolutely. To send me that. Yeah, I remember. Not that. fucking fair. Misogynistic fuck men. Yeah, because like, I, anyway, I think. Well, been, you do, but that's not really the point. Yeah, yeah but. They been, know I'm not on birth control. I've been fairly open about this in the past, and I, I put out a tweet that did really well. Um, no big <laughs> All your D. tweets do, do no, really like, well. No <laughs> big D. Like one out of like four do well, and the other three get deleted. Well, so you, only so you post ones. every day. I really don't, though. Uh, not I, get a, I get a delete. I get a Twitter. Now, here's the thing. A I have Twitter? a Twitter. I have. <laughs> I get a tweet. Yeah. I have a Twitter account. I activated it in like 2012. I don't think I've ever tweeted anything. And there's like four people I follow. One is him. One is our mutual friend, uh, Emery, who yeah. is like more his friend than mine, but well, I've met her been, once. She's been on the show a few times. So the listeners are aware. Okay. Well, I yeah. has she been on the show? Yeah, like uh, yeah. twice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got, with Angry Cops and uh, Canadian oh, Khaleesi. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. So uh, I've only met her in person once, and it was for a couple minutes. She's really cool. I, okay, sorry. We no dropped worries. Some, I dropped <laughs> something on the table. So- no, the thing I like about Emery is all of her posts are very body positive and they're very psychologically positive. Yeah, like sure. they're very like pro pro uh, you know, uh in the right direction. Yeah. It's twenty twenty. Like let's not be children. Yeah, but she definitely does a good job of like loving herself and then like encouraging other people to do the same. Right. And there's not, there's a big difference between being full of yourself and loving yourself. Loving yeah. yourself is a good thing because we all have a lot of psychological issues. Everybody has them, whether you think you're the best person on, on earth or not. Like, everybody has an issue. And if you can work past it, hey, good, more power to you. Yeah, sure. So I, um, I, I totally agree with you. And as for that tweet, I said, uh, Young Kings, if you can't afford the $3 for a condom, the $49 for a Plan B pill, 
or the $400 for the vasectomy copay, you certainly can't afford the 233000 it costs to raise a child. Did you notice something in that video? Make good choices. Did you notice it? What's that? He got the off-brand Plan B. I thought you bought it. I bought it, but he told me, get the off-brand. Oh, uh, no. He, he only sent me $39. The in-brand one is like is exactly $50. Trash. Oh, jeez. And uh, oh. somebody replied to me. They're like, where are you finding uh, condoms for $3? And so, you know, be a little cheeky. I sent him a screenshot of uh, Amazon Trojan Standard Condoms lubricated for like two-something. for Trojan man. Trojan man <laughs> for uh, $3. And I was like, also, if you go to like a sex shop, you can buy them for like 50 cents a pop, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I stand corrected. And that was a nice moment to see somebody on the internet. Like, it you didn't turn really into an connected. argument. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> if you're in the service, and I've said this before, go to BAS, go to whatever version of your battalion aid station is. I guarantee you, they have a fishbowl. Yep, they have a fishbowl of condoms. Go in there, take the whole fishbowl, and walk out. No one will argue with you. Every clinic I know here, in the area we are in, in Virginia, every clinic has a fishbowl full of condoms. I went to Baghdad. I yeah, went to Pakistan. I like how we're all preaching about using condoms, but nobody in this room does. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, that's our personal choice. All right. I'm saying if you're going to use them, which you should, you if should. you're being with somebody yes. that you're not like with on a regular use basis. Use condoms, safe sex kids. Absolutely. Like, go to your local BAS, go to your local battalion aid station or whatever version of that you have. Get the condoms. If you go to Walmart, yeah, you can get a pack of Trojan Easy, which is the blue box. That's yeah. that's my go-to. It's ones I like. If blue I was using, yeah. if if I was using them, and okay, you are being a bit of a deceiver right now because I know you don't use those. Yeah, I seriously. have. Like, on, he man. uses the Magnums. Don't let him lie to you. Look, it's latex. It stretches, man. You don't you don't need to get the la- the Magnums to prove to yourself you have a big dick. Just no, what I absolutely hate though is the posts of a, like the girls like putting the condom on their foot and they're being like, oh, if he says it's too tight, whatever. Like, yeah, that's bullshit because a vag can put out, push out a fucking baby. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't go slow when you first put it in. Like, just because something has the capacity oh, doesn't God. mean you shouldn't be gentle. You see what I mean? Look, I've I've like, I've, I've had multiple people that I've dated that were yeah. like uh, mothers before. And so they've given birth before. Okay. And like you're halfway in and they're like, oh my God, you're, you're hitting my spot. Liars. <laughs> no, no, they're a hundred percent accurate. Deceives you. They're a hundred percent accurate. Like some people burn the witch. <laughs> some, some people's spot is, is there and you're halfway there. Right. So when you there's get, no, I'm sorry, there's no way. <laughs> but you know no what way. always hits the spot? Oh, there's a way. What always hits the spot is grill your ass off seasoning. Mm. Grill your ass off seasoning is delicious. We actually we posted me using it the other day because yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah. Dan said, and I quote, and he's been eating very healthy recently. But he said, I'm trying to. But he said, I said, hey man, what do you want to do for dinner? He goes, you know, uh, some some hamburger helper beef stroganoff would be like angel pussy right now. <laughs> I did say that, and I said, <laughs> I said, say no more, sir. I'm headed to Walmart. And so I made some with turkey meat because turkey meat makes it a little healthier. Hashtag fit life. <laughs> fit life. And uh, I threw a little I threw a little of that pop smoke fajita grill your ass off seasoning in there and it made it pop. Yeah, so use our discount code SmokePed at grillyourassoff.com as well as also check out SemperFySoap.com and uh, get yourself some artisanal, um, vegan, uh, gluten-free... <laughs> 
<laughs> highly organic. Uh, make your butthole taste delicious. Oh, I love delicious soap at com. Okay, so we only have one more sponsor to plug, and that will be the winner of the Battle Archives uh, giveaway that we did on our Instagram and Facebook. We'll get to that just in a little bit later. Mm. So, Lindsay, you've oh, um, you've been gone for a while. Um, you've been doing big things. I have. Uh, so, and we, we talked about this a little bit. Um, although you were active duty when we came on the show and we talked at length about preparing for transition, it was still a little difficult. It was super difficult. So, like, AJ's been out for a while. I've been out for uh, three, four years. You've been out for, what, six months? <laughs> no, not even. Not even. Like four. So, like, as far as you still being, like, within the, the, um, the, the blowback zone of that, like, well, if you had to go back to three or four months ago and do something different, what would it be? I would say apply for your GI Bill while you're on terminal leave. Um, in the interest of disclosure, I am not using my GI Bill. Um, something that some of you who are getting med boarded out or getting medically discharged for whatever reason, if you're collecting more than 80% disability, there is a program. It is called Vocational Rehab. And if you so wish to, they will pay for your bachelor's without you actually yours using your GI Bill. Wow, that's fucking a deal right there. So I'm using Voc Rehab for my bachelor's right now, and I still have my GI Bill to use for my master's and my half of my PhD. Fucking fantastic. And they don't tell you about it because they don't want you to use it, right? Well, yeah, because like the, the government only sets aside a finite amount of money to give to programs, right? Because exactly. I, I have, now that I have a little bit more experience in this, let me tell you what. It is a fucking nightmare to get any sort of funding approved because, I mean, let's let's like we all like to champion for veteran causes and stuff. But the fucking, you know, the the orphan puppies and the dyslexic yeah. kids, like everybody needs money, right? I, I'm sorry, but. She's like, you, fuck the puppies. If you aren't using. If you aren't getting your benefits for disability as a veteran, I know you don't want to use it because, oh, you look like a pussy, but that pride will not pay you like that VA check will pay you. Yeah, but it can be difficult, though, if you're working full time trying to support like your family or your kids and stuff. You may not be able to take the time off to go to an appointment. It's not that many appointments. Well, here's the thing. And. It's okay. You go to one appointment, right? That pays your family until you die. He's, like, alluding, come on. Yeah. he's alluding to me because there's been times when I've made appointments and because of my job, like they, there was one time I had like five appointments and I had the D- DAV, the D- Disabled American Veterans, yeah. have already looked at my records. They've already sent a guy to come help me. And I remember there was one time I had to go back to a recertification course because it was a new program where I was working overseas. And for reasons beyond my understanding i was in the air flying from dubai to dc hard flex right hard flex <laughs> that's not where I, I wasn't stationed in dubai but that's where you leave out of to go to dc no he got stationed in dubai and by that he, i mean the bar and he was drinking johnny walker blue no ass. let me tell you when i was in dubai i would pop in dubai i'd be there for 24 hours or less but if you're at the dubai airport they have their own hotel and if you pay $67 US, you can jump up to the junior executive suite. Fuck yeah. And the junior executive suite means you get free booze AJ. at the hotel lounge. AJ. Did you get that executive pussy? 
<laughs> I'm going to go with no because. No, but what he did tell me about Dubai was apparently if you pay three schmeckles, they'll put you in an SUV and take you out to a Bedouin camp. Oh. oh 65 bucks. I had a friend of mine did this, and I'm yes. so pissed at myself. I, I tried to do it on the way out, but it, and I ended up going through a different country on the last on the, my last <laughs> my last trip out. So we got to go back, right? We 100% we go have back. to go back. And it's not expensive. It's a 14 and a half hour flight. If you do it in advance, it's like 500 bucks. You go to Dubai, you pay $65 US. They you get to ride in like Land Rovers and Range Rovers that have been like souped up. Big pimp and right? spending the you, cheese. You do you do like dune buggy cash, cash. dune buggy <laughs> shit through the desert, like you're smashing into dunes and shit. And then they take you to a Bedouin camp and they put you in a full on like like Bedouin costume and you get to like hold a falcon. Looking like a on Jedi. Looking this like a AJ goddamn flexing. boss. Right? And then you get to sit there for like 45 minutes where they have barbecue. They feed you barbecue that they're making right in front of you. Oh, it sounds so delicious. And they give you like a, a full-on like history lesson about like Bedouins and shit. Hey, I'm not paying for history. I'm not paying to learn, okay? Look, just you can just not listen. I know, right? You can not listen and just eat the barbecue. I'm just saying they're doing it while you're eating. Eat the fucking barbecue, Dan. <laughs> oh, I mean, obviously I'm going to eat the barbecue. Look, he eats but anything. one thing, yes. Look, in Dubai, you can spend $1,500 in Dubai <laughs> and you can drive a McLaren. Claren, right? Oh, AJ was also telling me that for two schmeckles, they'll bring you like a peasant that you can like insult and he just has to stand there and take it. I need a safe word. <laughs> the safe word is yellow pineapples. and red. <laughs> I was literally just thinking that pineapple should be my safe word. I'll text that to my yeah, fuck so buddy right now. AJ sent uh, me a video of him just insulting this poor peasant. Who he I mean he was happy for the money. I mean, granted he only got a percentage of a percentage of a smackle, a schmeckle, but uh, yeah, he had some good quips. He was like, uh, "Your parents don't love you. That's why you don't have shoes." Let me just tell you, Dubai. If you have the if you have the five hundred dollars to go to Dubai, Dubai money is like. So you're saying it only takes five hundred bucks to fly to Dubai? Yes. Yeah, if you plan it out. Yeah. Are you serious? If you plan it in advance, it's five hundred dollars. See. Fuck y'all! It's an you guys em- gotta travel when you get out of the fucking military. Yeah, AJ and I have been to like fucking twenty My some odd countries. <laughs> uh, we've been to like twenty some odd countries. I don't think we've ever paid more than six hundred dollars for a flight, including our serious? trip to Australia or Russia. Australia was a twenty-two hour flight, and we yeah. spent five hundred and six dollars a piece. Are you? See? Round trip. This is, this yeah. is what you guys would be doing right now. I mean, my entire like highlights on my Instagram bio is just like the the travels I've had in the last few years. Like, I'm more than willing to tell anybody how to do this, but people are just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna let some loser cream pie me and send the money on birth control. <laughs> I feel attacked right now. <laughs> you should feel attacked. In personally, 20- in attacked. my defense, I am taking my first out of country trip in September. That's not with the military. Wah, to Costa Rica. Wah, that'll yeah. be fun. Costa Rica is fantastic. Yeah, they have like the fifth best medical system in the entire planet and see this is yeah. this is why i quit competing because this is the things that i want to be doing right now while i'm 24 almost 25 ugh. i want to fucking travel and also in your defense you really don't know that they're losers till after they cream by you this seems to be a pattern that i'm trying to break myself of but yeah. yes you are absolutely correct as i am one to do yes we all we all have those things that we get stuck with that we try to we try to be good people right like, I'm I'm looking at Lindsay across the table right now. I'm saying <laughs> he most certainly is. And I'm saying because <laughs> my boobs are out. <laughs> I'm I'm looking in her eyes because I'm not a disgusting pervert. He is using all of his Marine Corps discipline to look her right in the <laughs> eyes. He's like, senior drill instructor, 
would roll over in his grave if I lose bearing. My pepperoni tick, cough, cough, TikTok boots, is literally out right now. There's, there's two things. First of all, I did not know you were running TikTok boots, and that's fantastic. Thank you. Second of all, I'm looking her in the eyes because she's got a man. And uh, I know. do. Okay. I For the record, for those who are trying to send feet pics or hit on me, I don't have a man anymore. Well, yeah, that's fair. That was like a, a man for Finger a Finger guns, send them. Yeah, so the point being, though, is if you schedule your travel a few months out, uh, you can pay for the ticket now and then uh, save up some money for the um, the hotel and for the peasants to insult and the falcons. Look, yeah. Google Flights has an option where you can pick the flight you want. That's what I've been using. Yeah, yeah you, you pick the flight you want, and it'll say track updates, and it'll send you emails when it gets cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? like I'm, uh, I'm taking my uh, my lady to Paris next month, and our round-trip tickets were like 300 bucks each. Like, what the fuck? Where are all the men like this at? He's right here. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> He's Clearly. right there. <laughs> yeah. Because you're how old? 24. No, right? See, like, you're she, 24. She, you're dating people your age. That's the problem. No, this is the problem. The last guy I was dating was almost 29 years old. It's the older ones that are fucking immature. And I love older men. I love them. If you're 50 years old, hit me the fuck up. If you're in your 20s, you don't know fuck all about anything. Well, see, here's the thing, though, is I remember. (laughs) I have been arrested, served an entire enlistment, divorced, married, not in that particular order. And how many of those? lived a full life. And how many of those things would you have not done? Literally all of them. Right. So here's, here's my thing. So, uh, Daniel and I are taking a trip, potentially. That's me. To Kenya at the end of the year. And granted, there are some security issues we have to talk about. And there's some. With Dan and fucking two women at the same time, the cops go on. But here, that wasn't in Kenya. That was Florida, <laughs> and it is extremely depressing. Whenever wah, 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 wah. Like, <laughs> like somebody Google's my name to like look me up for like a speaking. That is events. the first thing so that this comes is the up. First fucking thing that pops Not up. Not you. Almost dying the other day, by the way, which was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But <laughs> that you that you fucked two women to get out of a ticket. It's beautiful. Yeah, and there's an episode called. Uh, uh, two cops, one Dan. Uh, that you can go back. I think that was season two. Did you talk about you going to New York and going to that pilot and then treating you like shit because they're a bunch of goddamn pieces of crap? Yeah, I talked about that on one episode. But he was literally in between two cops. He really was. <laughs> he was. I was active duty at the time. I was a mall cop. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So we're we're thinking about going there. And so, like, I know some of the listeners probably may have tuned out or. Uh, gotten jaded because like yeah if you have responsibilities like kids or work like you can't always take days off you can't but see here's the thing is like we were talking about earlier if you have something that um that is a priority to you whether that be you know uh, a relationship or travel you have to make the time for it and Mm -hmm. granted not every day you can just drop everything and do everything but you can look at your calendar and be like okay it may not be now it may not be today next week next month whatever the case is but at some point in time you can do that, make the time, block something out, save the leave days, save the vacation days, you know, whatever the case is, and then communicate that with either the people you want to travel with, the people you want to go on a date with. Like, for example, if I know that my girl is going to be out in the field, I'm not going to stress that much because she said, hey, I'm out in the field. I'm not going to be able to reply to my phone or I'm studying for a final. So I'm going to be a little bit preoccupied. I say, hey, that's good because you let me know if I'm sitting there wondering what's up 
And then the same thing with travel, you know, like it, all these people are like, oh, man, like I totally would have went with you. I, like I posted this like four months ago. And you know, you know what? I, you, you know what I said to you a couple months ago? What did I say, Daniel? That I had great hair. Mm, definitely not. I wouldn't lie to you like that. But I said, Ooh, hey, let's ouch. go to Shenandoah together. <laughs> Have I heard anything about us going to Shenandoah together as like a couple date thing? Did no, we, did probably because I go through hoes like fucking Didn't we talk about this just recently? River. We talked about this before we filmed. Shenandoah, you want to go to Shenandoah? Let's go. You know what I want to do? I just literally want to go anywhere that's not fucking Virginia right now. You know Shenandoah's in Virginia, right? I do. And I'm speaking like women am i right shut the fuck up <laughs> let me tell you here's um, the here's the problem right you you're thinking virginia but what you're thinking is virginia beach or wherever you've been in virginia virginia has a lot of beautiful things well we have not done yet and we've been talking about this for years and i've been unavailable for the project is going to mount roger which is the highest point in virginia yes. right and mount and weathertop is right next to it which has the same name as the place from lord of the rings you can't camp at the summit but we can go to the summit we can sit up there and we can have whiskey and we can come back to the campsite. Let's absolutely do it. Here's the thing, right? So we're going to go to Kenya. I told my boss, I said, look, hey, just so you know, around whatever time frame, I want to go to, I want to go to uh, Kenya with my buddy and we're going with this guy. And I can assure you, we will not be shooting any exotic life. <laughs> yeah. My we're one question is from Wisconsin. My like, one question was, we're not shooting anything. We shouldn't be right. And he goes, no. And I said, OK, then I can go. And so I brought it to my boss. I said, look, this guy that we we do business with and he's a friend of ours wants to go to Kenya and he wants us to go with him. And he said, is this like an executive protection thing? Because it's like moonlighting. And I was like, no, he just wants us to go with him because we're cool guys. And he was like, because it's a fucking experience. Right. And he said, OK. And it's enough in advance that we have time to like save a little money yeah. and like put some stuff aside buy the tickets now all yeah. that stuff so if you scanner google flights all that right you don't have to go to tra look if your life is difficult and you've got a lot of business and you've you've got kids and you got a wife and you got stuff to do i understand it's difficult but just plan in advance if you plan a year out you tell me in a year you can't make enough leave time to leave for like a couple of days yeah and if it, and if you're honestly like just that overwhelmed with it you're like there's so much like you know you could pay a couple bucks and you know go talk to um a, a travel agent like maybe they have a special because they pay you for don't, like you don't have to use a travel agent it's you don't 2020. have to go on fucking expedia but see the thing is though is i use a travel agent um because you're fucking bougie but go on but no no no. but see here's the thing is the travel agent gets he me uh, traveler's insurance so that way, if I fucking like roll my ankle or like get fucked up, like they're gonna pay for my hospital bill because there I knew this dude that him and his uh, wife were uh, biking in Asia and he took a hard turn and fucking uh, crashed the bike and he shattered his ankle Ugh. and he had traveler's insurance and when the bill came for over two hundred thousand dollars, the travel insurance covered it. So spending fifty bucks that way is a good and way okay. to protect your your okay. trip. Okay, I I agree with you. Look, no Lindsay, arguments there. Let's let's throw this out there. Right, because we needed uh, insurance for Russia, right? Like they wouldn't even let us in the country without Oof. it. Yeah, w for for Russia, you <laughs> have Russia. Look, you say that Russia was beautiful. They were very nice to us the whole time. I'm not, and I'm not arguing. The with only that. time they were not 100 percent aboard was like one time we went to this restaurant. It was like a a, a basement, and they I ordered the I ordered the Rasputin, and the the rate just goes no. Oh, and I said. Okay, like most American waitresses would have been like, we don't have, like we don't have it on tap right now. That's not available. Yeah, we're out of it. 
we're out. She's just like, no. Yeah, no alternatives. Hey, look, we don't have that, but you might also like this. <laughs> right, but we went to one place called, uh, it was like Bread and Meat. That was the the, the, the name. Sounds like you come here, place. you get bread, you get meat. Right, and they, and they <laughs> had like this pop art thing. It was really cool. And we went in there. I was like, can I get the the, the poutine? And she's like. <laughs> the poutine. Oh, delicious. Poutine. Absolutely delicious. And she was like, this is not named after a president. This is not a joke. And I said. No, I 100% know the difference between Putin and poutine. I'm ordering the poutine. And then the special police kind of went back into the shadows. I was like, AJ, AJ. And they were super cool. Like, they were really nice. Everybody in Russia was super nice to us. Yeah. The only thing they did was that, like, we we applied for the visas, and we had to go to the consulate in D.C., and they gave us the visas, which were very professional. They had our pictures on them. They told us exactly when to show up. No, I'm calling bullshit there because I, I will say perseverance is the key to just about anything, right? So we had to go back to the consulate like three times because the first time they were just like, you don't have appointments. I'm like, but I do. Here's the email. And they're like, yet. And then they kicked us out. So they, they didn't kick us out. They kicked him out. They because- kicked me out. And then when I did get my visa, that shit was photoshopped and like stretched. I was like, I know I put on a few pounds, but my face doesn't look like a pumpkin. I was like, these motherfuckers photoshopped my picture. So a Russian fuck with me. A Russian visa is a sticker. It takes the whole page, right? It has your picture on it. And they fucked up his picture really bad. And the first time, I had scheduled both of our appointments, and then we had mine when <laughs> I got there. And this guy named Boris, I assume, was like, you need to come in now. Like They're very like time-oriented, like get this shit done on time or not. And so they got the stuff done. We got It was cool. Once he got his visa, we went. It was a great time. Everybody was super cool to us. They, there is a little bit of racism, but their racism is like, Instead of calling him a Mexican or oh whatever, God. <laughs> look, he's Puerto Rican, but he he does look slightly ethnic. Yeah, Lindsay showed up and she's like, "I got tequila because it's the drink of your people." And I was like, "It's National Margarita Day. That's like your like Puerto Rican National Margarita Day. spiced rum." Okay, <laughs> look, it's my father's birthday and it is National Margarita Day. Yeah. Happy those birthday! Those two Happy birthday, Dad! If you're listening to me, which I know you're not because you're disappointed that I'm not an electrician or whatever. Well, Lindsay <laughs> says, "Happy birthday, Daddy." Ooh. <laughs> So Gross. if you are Pfeffer Senior, get at your girl. <laughs> Yo, how would you feel if Lindsay was your stepmom? I would totally be someone's stepmom. I'd be so good at that. My current stepmom very, very, very closely resembles Corella Deville. <laughs> like, let me tell you. No, this is great. You love this. Lindsay Will is give me the face like what? Okay, so my stepmother, and I won't say her name because whatever, but we don't want to get sued. Right. <laughs> Um, so she wore fur coats until it was like too gauche. So like the end of the nineties. So when I met her, she had like the Bob haircut and Ew. it was like jet black and she's, Oh no, baby girl. What is you doing? What is right. Doing? So she's, she's like vaguely ethnic. Really? She's Italian, but she's adopted. She's vaguely ethnic, but she looks kind of like she's got the jet black hair because she dyes it. And she's got like this kind of like model patchy kind of different. So what does this skin. have to do with Lindsay? I'm well. I, she said. I feel like he's alluding to something. She had the stepmom thing, and like yeah. Lindsay would be a normal stepmom because I would not be normal. But go on. I'll tell you why you'd be normal because why? for the last like two years, all porn has gone to this whole stepmom craze. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not about that because like the title will be like stepbrother I, cheats with stepsister while step neighbor watches. No. I could be a stepmom. I'm sure you could, but I'm just saying, like, the idea. I'd be idea really good at that. I'd that, be like, like everything has to be, o'clock. like, stepmom or stepsister. Like, oh, no, you're my stepmom. What are you doing?
doing? What is like, that Bill Burr like, said? Yeah. You can just you can just send kids to bed early on trumped up charges because you want to drink wine and watch the prices right. That's literally what I do every night. But go on, go on. That's my point. Yeah. So my stepmom, she looked like Cruella Deville. Okay. And like different ethnicities would see her and like try talking. Like I've I've watched her, I've watched people walk up to her and speak to her in Chinese, and <laughs> and Spanish and Portuguese. And like four of the languages, and my my dad's you be concerned, but go on. My dad's work <laughs> friends used to call used to say that my dad had jungle fever. Oh <laughs> man, I'm, which I'm is, about to call, bring this this wait, monologue to a close. Look, What's I'm just going on here? I'm just saying, like that generation. My dad's like sixty something, right? He's sixty six. You're turning her on. I am so turned on. My right my, now. my dad's sixty six because he's exactly thirty years older than me. And Wait, so, so he does electricity stuff. He's an electrician. Uh, he he is both a general contract and a master electrician. So he Did knows how to work. Master. Master. So he knows how to work master. electric butt butt plugs. Then I love butt plugs. So here here's <laughs> We're the thing. We're getting a little sauce, ladies and gentlemen. My we dad apologize. is me. My dad is <laughs> so exact. Dark. The reason my dad and I don't get along is because he's exactly me. But with like the straight oh. mane of gray hair, and because of me, he started growing a beard. <gasps> he never he had copied one, you. He never <laughs> had one. His he never had a goatee his whole life. And then when I had a goatee when I first got out of the Marine Corps, he copied it. And then I stopped having a goatee because it looks like a guy who drives a van down by the river. No, he had this like really hot fury look going for a while. Oh. where he like grew his hair really long and slicked it back and shaved the sides. And he I had, like, I love. Let me just oh, like, put hot. on the let yeah. me put on the record for those who are gonna follow me after this podcast. I love long hair. I think that's so cool. Like, let me like put my fingers through it and yeah, rip it out. It has to be long enough for your lady to get like a fistful of it. You know, like yeah. That's definitely. why I had the fury thing. Like I, I grew it super long on the top. And then I shaved the sides completely because girls, first of all, if you have my hair, like my hair is very curly. So like I have to shave the sides or it turns into this puff ball. <laughs> but the top, if it's long enough, will lay straight and flat. And so I grew, the, I, had, I had the Fury Brad Pitt yeah. haircut and it worked very well for me at the time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing my uh, Warfighter scuba hat because Lindsay was like, your hair's frizzy. And I was like, oh no. Lindsay did not say that. Who said that? No, AJ <laughs> said that. And AJ said AJ that. AJ said oh, that then, I and then Lindsay agreed. Lindsay said that you were cranky today. Oh uh, yeah, because I had literally just woken up when you had showed up. Like I had a Well, day. I didn't wake you up. No. I didn't wake you up. I didn't know you had a day. But see, I usually have rainbows shooting out of my ass, so me just being monotone yeah, seems cranky. True. No, mm. I yeah. I woke him up, and I will tell you that speaking of rain, rainbows shooting out of your ass, <laughs> I learned I learned at Quantico that the trick is if you sound like you're shooting rainbows out of your butthole 24 hours a day, then it makes the command like you more. And sure. so I went to three, four after the fact. Yeah, I was just like shooting rainbows out of my b-hole 24 hours a day, and people were like. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I got to a three four, and I met the other squad leader and the platoon commander, and so I thought this was a solid stepbrother reference, and I was like, yeah. Uh, I walked up with it was me and the other sergeant. We met the platoon commander. And I was like, yeah, we're here to fuck shit up. But then neither of them had seen stepbrothers, and they just looked at me like an asshole. And I was like, I hate both of you oh, so that's much. Annoying. So much. That's annoying. Okay, so um, as we promised, we're going to announce the winner of the BattleArchives.com Iwo Jima Battle Map giveaway. Oh, snap. We'll wait on this for like two episodes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we randomly selected a winner, and the... I, <laughs> I, I don't even think Lindsay believed me when I told her this. The username is Asian Ewok 11 You are legit. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 
So if you are Asian Ewok 11, congratulations, you won the map. Please follow me. I want to be your best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Maria is a renaissance woman. And she is the winner of the uh, the map. So, um, yeah, congratulations to her. Yay, Um, Maria. You have like uh, a week to reach out to us. (laughs) And if you don't, then we'll uh, pick someone else. Because then the break's kid and you got to tune in. Okay, so before we um, bring this episode to a close, uh, does anybody have any closing thoughts? Anything. I'm super drunk. I can tell. <laughs> this so, episode went a little off the rails. But it really did. It was really Mike. did. We need our, we need our RP. It, we really knew I had to come back, and apparently he had a uh, delivery. A couch emergency. So... Yeah. I will say that for those of you who will see the video, because we tried again, but apparently we have some technical difficulties. Um, yeah. old, I wonder why. Old, old Papa Bear had a 30-ounce uh, bullshit <laughs> thing full of, uh, it was like half uh, Jameson Stout <laughs> and half white yeah, birch beer. Yeah, drank like a whole hydro flask of Jameson. I drank a lot during this episode. A lot during but, this episode. Oh, yeah, Lindsay just picked up her bottle of vodka or tequila or whatever the hell it was. And it was tequila. like empty. Okay. First oh, of all, there's wait. like a quarter of it left. There's one thing. Okay, so we, we, we really do have kind of a, a very improvisational feel here. Yeah. It's kind of like when Rick and Morty does international or inter, interdimensional cable. Yeah. Right? And it seems very improvisational. That's, that's our whole shtick. But I will say that there was one thing we talked about earlier uh, in the week, and it was when Mike was supposed to be here, and Dan said, hey, do you guys have stuff you want to talk about? There's one thing I wanted to discuss. Let's hear it. So, Secretary Jim Mattis, when he was Secretary Jim Mattis, had put in force a a task force whose purpose was to find out how to make the infantry better. Okay, so the infantry was already perfect the way it was and then these assholes came around and they're like okay we're gonna delete a fire team and we're gonna add a drone operator and a uh dude whose sole job is to check your instagram for insensitive posts and uh we're gonna take away all the saws and it was just like what is you doing erroneous that's almost exactly what happened only on one point yeah they hire civilians to check your facebook fucking a man and your instagram I met a girl. When, okay, so I was dating a girl back in Twenty Nine Palms back in the day. Yes, and five hundred years ago, go on. <laughs> Sick burn, <laughs> which has been vital one million years ago. <laughs> How do you know I'm a million years old? Because you just said a huckster's crutch. Because we just <laughs> talked about your gray hairs. Yes, solid Brooklyn Nine Nine reference. I love that. Thank show. you. That's what I was going for. Brooklyn okay, Nine Nine. Raw. Okay, old people. Anyway, so the, oh, you'll get there one day. There was a girl. No offense or anything, but men become uh, more regal as they get old. So you enjoy y- your youth. Yes, okay. I'll have my. I will. I will. I'll have my salt and pepper, and like in ten years, you'll be like, "Oh my god, I want you so hard," and I'll be married at the time, and right. I'll be like, "Ah, you missed your opportunity. You missed the opportunity." Anyway, be that as it may. So there, <laughs> there it is. There it is. There he is. So here's the thing. Like, uh, I completely went off the rails with this. But, okay, okay. so there was a thing where there was yeah. a task force that Jim Mattis put into effect, and recently they came up with an answer, and they said, here's how we make the infantry better. Everyone in the infantry needs to be at least 25 or older. Woof. Woof. Not right? a single ounce of cartilage to be found. 
Well, if you've been infantry that whole time, no. But let's say you hire a bunch of people in the infantry that are all like college graduates yeah. or at least they have a life experience and they haven't been in the infantry. They said 25 or older. They said you get $60,000 a year for your salary, which Woof. is and direct, not 65000 total. Right, like if you're infantry now, yeah, you get fifty five thousand dollars yeah, for the like, benefits. Yeah, like as a sergeant, when I did my, uh, could you can go on your marine online and look at your pay and compensation chart? So they include things like access to gym, your health care, the fucking all that stuff. And they're like, well, if you had to pay for all these things, like in the civilian world, you'd, you'd make about fifty one grand. And I was like a ten year sergeant then, so like sixty grand cash, hard money. Sixty grand cash. That's your. That's what you get. Paid, yeah, not your benefits and whatever else. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the uh, the in conclusion? They also gave you a two hundred fifty thousand bon- dollar bonus to be insanity. It's insanity. A insanity. quarter of a million dollars. Fuck. It. God damn. Okay. I'm just saying, if you're making a quarter of a million dollars right now, hit me up. <laughs> exactly. Like. <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. But see, here's the thing, right? We currently have somewhere between 25,000 to 30,000 infantry Marines. That's just Marines, right? And that's just infantry. That's almost how many casualties we took on the single island of, of Iwo Jima. So it's insanity to think that you could pay all these people because if we enter a large-scale conflict, like we're not going to be able to afford this. Well, here's the thing. Infantry is cannon fodder. Let's, like, let's say you pay everybody. designed to die. Let's say you pay everybody $60,000 a year. Yeah. And you get a $60,000 bonus to become infantry, right? Like, Marine Corps. I'm not going to try to talk about the Army because I don't know enough about the Army to really make a lot of deductive arguments. Yeah. But I will say, everything in the Marine Corps is directed towards the infantry. So, we used to play a game where you try to figure out what MOS, like you pick an MOS at random, and you say, how does this MOS influence the infantry? Right. Yeah, I get that. Right, because if you're, yeah, you make a lot of jokes about water dogs, but if you're infantry and you need to drink water, obviously the water dog's important to make sure you get fucking water, right? Right? So when you're infantry, you're the purpose of the Marine Corps. Everybody else's support. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, the only, like, to my knowledge, two people have ever walked on water. So, like, I can't get to fucking Iwo Jima without the, the Navy taking me or without the uh the the coast guard you know shuttling back and forth doing stuff like that uh yeah so i i I agree with what you're saying because at the end of the day whether it's this mos or that mos like we all support each other now granted the last hundred yards of any conflict will always belong to the infantry but if you realistically look at it like a true infantryman loves combined arms i love artillery i love close air support i love logistics all those things just make me more lethal a hundred percent. Like, yeah. Without your supply bubbles, you're not gonna have like the fancy knife and a good eye pro and then all the other bullshit that makes you look cool in pictures. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you're not gonna have like the combined arms guys. We had a guy. He was a medevac bird uh, crew chief, and his name was Sergeant Orange, I think. And he looked like his whole life was reflected in his eyes. <laughs> like he looked sad. All the time, but like, sounds not, like I'd fuck him. But go on, you would absolutely fuck him because he would deserve it. I have low it. standards. Yeah, he would. No, no, he was a good-looking guy, but oh, thanks. A hundred percent. Like you should fuck him because that guy looked like he'd been through some shit. Hit me up, daddy. Like, be a lot louder than that. <laughs> Hit me up, daddy. There you go. 
Yeah, but we, we do have to bring this to an end. Um, but so if, if you had to make like a final statement, well, well, what do you want our listeners to know? Find a thing that will make you happy before you get out, transition to that thing. And uh, so my advice would be if you want to be this, that, or the other, find somebody who is already there or uh, would be like a stepping stone to what your overall desire to be. And then maybe ask them how they got there or look into like what steps they took because it's not always about what you know, it's about who you know. And you can not leverage a network that you're not a part of. So you got to get out there. You got to pass out business cards. You got to ask questions. You can't just sit on your couch and expect some, you know, amazing life fulfilling job just to fall in your lap. I agree with what you said. And I also say your plan that you have might not happen. So be okay with that. Be prepared for that. And just like go with it. You know what? Because either way, you're going to be happy. You want to know why? Because you did your time, you did your service. You did your part for your country. Yep. Embrace that. Move on from it. And let people know, like, hey, I did this. This is what this is what puts me above everyone else. Fucking own it. And much like a um, freshly shaven butthole, be flexible those. and be ready for anything. Hell yeah, brother. Bye. Bye. Bye.